You're listening to Power Producers Shop Talk, where we are refining and redefining the sales game by equipping you with the tools you need to differentiate yourself in the marketplace. Well, it's like when we audit the mod with Mod Advisor and are able to give them the action items that they're going to use to lower their total cost of risk. Tactical skills that will help you provide deliverable value to your clients and prospects. It's going to be a great year in 2022 at Florida Risk Partners now that IPFS is in the game with their total pay strategy, we can write excess and surplus lines and completely remove the agency bill from our agency. People, if you're not using total pay by IPFS, you're definitely leaving money on the table. And action items that you can provide to take your prospects and clients to the next level. Having partners like Mineral only bolsters the fact that your clients do not care about the insurance. It's all of the value that you're able to add. And with partners like Mineral, who can help with both HR and environmental health and safety, we can't help but win. This is Power Producers Shop Talk. Production redefined. Are you ready to feel the power? What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Power Producer Shop Talk, where we are refining and redefining the sales game. And I am coming to you live with a few thoughts before my commercial boot camp at Innovation 2023 from the Marriott Marquis in Chicago, Illinois. And as I stand here, I'm looking out of my window. I'm on the 34th floor looking out over the lake and am just amazed at how beautiful the sunrise is. But what I'm really thinking about today is how absolutely amazing dinner was last night. And I got to tell you, I went to dinner last night with extremely high expectations because we went to Michael Jordan's Steakhouse. Now, I think it's interesting because I just said I went to dinner last night with extremely high expectations. And then I said, I went to Michael Jordan's Steakhouse. And as I sit here and think about it, it was absolutely in the top five meals I have ever had in my life. I can't describe to you how good the food was. But more than the food, the experience was fantastic. And granted, I might have my guard down a little bit because I had my buddies Josh uh, Josh Gurley and Doug Benz with me. And it's always good to see them and get to spend time and have conversation because I know that the laughs are going to flow and I know that it's time well spent. But that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the service we got from the second we walked in until the second we left. And I would tell you that that service exceeded expectations, except it didn't. It didn't exceed expectations because my expectations were so high going in. And as I ponder through it, it just seems weird to me that I would go into a restaurant owned by a guy who is not known as being a great chef or restaurateur, 
but simply the greatest basketball player of all time. And then as I thought through it, I became less and less surprised. See, here's the thing. When you're a great leader, it really doesn't matter where you're leading or who you're leading. I mean, it does because you have to adapt to the different environments and the different people and all of that. But as long as you have that rock-solid leadership ability, you're going to be okay. You're going to be successful in whatever it is that you do. See, when you have high standards for yourself, you're going to push yourself to be the best you absolutely can be. But because the results of you pushing yourself are public, do the same for others. You're going to push other people to be the best they can be. You're going to push other people to expand their boundaries to a place they wouldn't have expanded their boundaries before. And then the phenomenon happens where people expect everything that you do and everything that you touch to replicate those standards how hard you're willing to work, how far you're willing to push. And as I thought about it, I thought, man, how, how is that any different than what we do on a daily, weekly, monthly, yearly basis? See, if we get our standards right, if we get our offerings correct, if our value proposition is truly delivering value, we're executing on that. Our clients expect that. That becomes the new expectation. They think that everything we do is going to give them an identical experience. And I don't know that that's necessarily fair, but I'm not here to debate that point today. What I do know is that the better you get, the more people expect. The more pressure gets put on you, the more anxiety you can have in order to make sure you're delivering that consistent experience every single time. And here's what I know. Michael Jordan thrives on that. He absolutely thrives on that. When you're the guy who wants to have the ball, take the last shot at the end of the game, you're willing to put every ounce of stress, anxiety, underperformance of team members, whatever, on your shoulders and carry people through. What I also know is that when Michael Jordan had to do that, there was likely a conversation in the locker room after the game. <laughs> there may have been some training and development opportunities, shall we say. But that's something that really struck me, and it's something I'm really going to think about and focus on as I move forward. Because Michael Jordan is so great. Michael Jordan has been such an awesome athlete. But most importantly, and most visibly, Michael Jordan has been an incredible, incredible leader. And I don't think there's anybody who knows even the smallest amount about Michael Jordan who would say, that they wouldn't expect him to have the highest standards, that wouldn't expect him to want perfection, that wouldn't expect him to desire for you to have the ultimate experience in anything associated with him 
or his brand. And I think that's a lesson that every single one of us can take from Michael Jordan. Actually, you can pull Jordan's name out and insert other names in there. There are certainly other great athletes, great leaders, great charismatic figures. They're all over the place. And Lord knows we have them in the insurance industry. We know who they are. We appreciate them. We respect them. We follow them. We implement the things we learn from them. And they push all of us to make us better. And so while you think about who you know that could be that person to you, who that person in your industry, who that person in your agency, who that person in your life for that matter is, the other thing I want you to think about is who can you be that mentor to? Who is in your circle that you could work with, that you could mentor, that you could help develop, that you could teach the things that you've learned? Because the one thing I know above all else, and what I think ultimately puts Michael Jordan head and shoulders above anybody else who could ever even be thought about being discussed as the greatest basketball player of all time, is that Michael Jordan was a great teammate. Michael Jordan didn't make it all about him. Now, granted, he certainly could have and probably at some times did. But by and large, Michael Jordan is respected as one of the greatest teammates of all time. He included others. He collaborated. He shared wisdom and knowledge. He held them accountable. And that's not always fun. But he also always had their back. I read a story this week about a time that the Chicago Bulls were playing the Detroit Pistons. It was probably back in the early 90s, late 80s, when it was the Detroit Bad Boys. And the only thing longer than, uh, shorter than the suspensions they got for fighting with people are the shorts that they wore on the courts. And I can't believe we actually wore that stuff when I played basketball in high school as well. But my goodness. Whew. At some point, we're going to come full circle, folks, and the short shorts are going to come back and throw the bike coaching shorts on the football field sidelines. Just prepare yourselves for that because some kid's going to think it's cool. He's going to sprout a mullet, put on a little bit of pit vipers, and next thing you know, you're dealing with the football squad from dazed and confused. But anyhow, back to my story. Jordan and his team, the Chicago Bulls, were playing against the Detroit Pistons, and Jordan had been getting absolutely wrecked on the court. Every time he got the ball, he got fouled. He was he was going up for shots and getting just whacked. It was like a mafia hit job. And his team had enough. So, at one point, Rick Mahorn fouled him too hard and they got into fight. Not just Michael, not just Rick, but Detroit and Chicago. And at the end, there were some penalties handed out and some fines. And Michael Jordan offered to pay those fines for his team members, Charles Oakley. And I don't remember who the other one was, but I remember Oak was one of them. And Michael Jordan offered to pay the fines for them because he wanted them to know how much he appreciated them having his back. And by him doing that, he was showing he had theirs as well. 
I think about a time when I lived in Birmingham, Alabama, and Michael Jordan had the wild idea that he was going to go ahead and become a baseball player for the Birmingham Barons. And Michael had a little bit different standard than what Birmingham had at the time, specifically for the Barons, who was an often forgotten about minor league team that didn't really uh, get much attendance or play much. And they have recently moved out to Hoover, which is in the sub uh, suburbs of the Birmingham area. It's actually one of the places where I lived in the times that I lived in Birmingham. But I remember Michael investing in that team and investing in that place. He bought them a brand new tour bus. He paid for upgrades to their fields, their trainings facilities. He took people out to dinner, spent time with them, let them learn from him. And it just was amazing for me to watch how he works. Now, self-admittedly, I'm not the biggest Jordan fan. I mean, in terms of basketball or whatever else, Michael was a great player. I take nothing from that. But i got to be honest with you guys, I'm a Cleveland Cavs fan. I grew up with Michael Jordan just absolutely destroying you guys. I remember him sliding across and shooting over Craig Elo. <laughs> you know, I mean, let's not make me sit here and uh, be back in my my uh, horrible high school days of having to relive that stuff. So, you know, I'm not a huge fan. I don't want everybody thinking I'm this massive Jordan advocate. Who I am is a fan of leadership, a fan of people who will hold you accountable, a fan of people who will make you better. And what I do know is that every single one of us needs one of them in our life. Every single one of us needs that Michael Jordan or that coach or that accountability person. Every single one of us needs that person that never shoots 99 free throws at the end of practice. They always shoot all 100 of them. We need the person who doesn't just skimp when they're running their suicides to make their cardio and their quickness better. We never want to associate ourselves with the people who are cutting corners because those people will eventually cut corners in the relationships we have. How awesome would it be to work in an agency? How awesome would it be to be a producer with a personal brand whose reputation is that people expect excellence above and beyond everybody else when they work with you, when they encounter you, when they extend time with you. Takes a lot of guts. Takes a backbone. You got to be willing to shoulder the burden. But the people out there that really want to get after it, the people that are out there that want to be the alphas, whether you're male or female, I think that term alpha is ridiculous. Get out of here. Just don't do it. People recognize who you are and what you're capable of. We don't need you getting, you know, tattoos to commemorate how awesome you are. We don't need you telling people how great you are. Go do it. That's it. You want to know the secret to getting recognized in an industry or in a community or in any environment? Just put your head down. Do what you're supposed to do. Do it the best you can and call it a day. You don't need to go out creating commercials and broadcasting how awesome you are to people. You can simply do it and let them do the talking for you. That's how you scale. That's how you get referrals. That's how I sleep at night. I feel I'm pretty good at what I do. I don't have to tell anybody about it. I'm certainly not Michael Jordan good, but I feel I'm better than average. The way I do that is I take my continuing education seriously. 
I meet with the marketing reps with my carriers. Why? Because nobody else does. They don't want them intruding on their day. They feel like they're more of an inconvenience than they are there to help them. And I've never understood that. It just makes no sense to me. And so I always have decided in my career where I see the industry going right, I'm going to go left because the one thing that I know more than anything else is the guy who got me to come into this industry was right. The insurance industry is full of average people, C players. Doesn't mean everybody is. And in fact, if you're listening to a podcast to make yourself better or just to hear others' experiences, I'd make the argument you're already above average. Not even just my podcast, but any podcast. You're already investing in yourself. But there are so many people who aren't. We're an industry of average people. And if you're above average or you're willing to do what it takes to be above average, you're going to absolutely dominate. I'm going to leave you with that. Everybody have a great week. We'll catch you next week on Shop Talk. See ya. been listening to power producers shop talk you can follow us at the power producers podcast on facebook and instagram and if you want to take your game to the next level check out our commercial insurance training course at killingcommercial.com or visit amazon to pick up a copy of our international best-selling book the extra two minutes